Does correctly understanding the Bible really even matter anymore? Welcome to the Biblically Correct Podcast. Shalom, y'all. This is the Biblically Correct Podcast, teaching biblical correctness in a biblically incorrect world. My name is Kevin Jeffrey. I'm a Jewish follower of the Messiah Yeshua, Jesus, and I love teaching the scriptures. Welcome to the very first Biblically Correct Podcast. This is a brand new ministry for Perfect Word, and I'm really excited about it. I'm looking forward to all of the great and important things we're going to discuss and look at in the scriptures, and I truly hope that these podcasts will be as much of a joy and a challenge to you as they will be for me. To start things off, I felt it was important to just take a little time to share my heart with you and explain to you why I feel compelled to make these podcasts. So I have to be honest with you, the way the world is shaping up, especially lately, I've been wondering, what's the use in teaching the Bible anymore? Why does showing people what the Bible says even matter? Much less trying to help people to have a correct understanding of God's word. Who cares what the Bible really says about anything beyond if you believe in Yeshua, Jesus, your sins will be forgiven and you will have eternal life. Is there really anything else that people need to know? I'm asking myself this question, not just about people in general, though. I mean, most people, as far as they're concerned, don't have a reason at all to care about what the Bible says. I'm also asking myself this question where self-professed believers are concerned. Because even though 70% of Americans, for example, still consider themselves to be Christian, most of them don't have a serious daily interaction with God to say nothing of their interaction and familiarity with the Bible. The reality is, for a long time, the distance between Americans and the God that drove them to settle on these shores just a few short centuries ago has been widening and accelerating as we have increasingly embraced thoughts, ideas, philosophies, education, values, ways of life, and ways of worship that are at odds with God's word. And this has been happening even more rapidly elsewhere around the world. And yet, the issue of distancing from the God of the Bible is not just a modern problem. Even as the ancient Christians began taking the good news of Yeshua, Jesus, to the four corners of the earth, there were already seeds of misinformation embedded in their understanding of the Bible, seeds of which we see the biblical authors themselves trying to combat. And they took root and they have been perpetuated and they, to this day, they continue to feed the growth of all things biblically incorrect. And so I look at the state of the world today and I see the kind of lives we believers live here in the West, our comfort, our consumerism, our compartmentalization of God, our disappearing influence and presence in society the way we conflate politics with faith, the way we look to God more as a divine therapist or a heavenly lover than we do as the master and commander of our lives. And I ask myself, do today's followers of Yeshua, sincere followers of Yeshua, Bible-believing, Bible-reading believers, do we really want to know what the Bible 
actually says. Now, believe me, I realize that there are many passionate followers of God out there who love God and pray and worship and study the Bible, but also those who are not content to let what they perceive as wrong beliefs go unanswered, even sometimes being zealous about it to a fault. But when was the last time you and I really examined our faith and practices? When was the last time we reevaluated our beliefs? When was the last time we seriously checked our actions and behavior against what the scriptures say? Think about this for a minute. George Barna is a well-respected Christian researcher. You may have heard his statistics quoted over the years. In 2020, he started rolling out the results of his latest survey about the biblical worldview of American Christians. This is how he defines biblical worldview. Barnett defines biblical worldview as believing that absolute moral truth exists, the Bible is totally accurate in all of the principles it teaches, Satan is considered to be a real being or force, not merely symbolic, a person cannot earn their way into heaven by trying to be good or do good works, Jesus Christ lived a sinless life on earth, and God is the all-knowing, all-powerful creator of the world who still rules the universe today. Now, I think this is a pretty good definition of a biblical worldview. There could be some things we could add to it, but I'm on board with all those points such as they are. Maybe you are too. But guess how many Americans hold to such a biblical worldview? Remember, there are 230 million self-professed Christians in the United States, 70% of all Americans. So maybe 50% have a biblical worldview, 40%. Maybe as low as 30%. How about 6%? Yeah, it's actually just 6%. Only 6% of all Americans have a biblical worldview. And would you believe that's half of what it was just 20 years ago? In 20 years, that already abysmal 12% of Americans with a biblical worldview, has been cut in half. How in the world did that happen? But that's not the worst news. Barna also found that among Americans in their 30s and 40s, only 5% have a biblical worldview. And among those ages 18 to 29, literally the future of America, those holding to a biblical worldview is just 2%. Only two out of every hundred millennials or Gen Zers has a biblical worldview. Only 2% believe in absolute moral truth. Only 2% believe in Yeshua's sinless life on earth. Only 2% believe that the God of the Bible is the creator and ruler of the world. Only 2% believe that the Bible is totally accurate in everything it teaches. Now, we can try to dismiss this, but other research also previously showed that active evangelical Christians as compared to the general American population have about the same divorce rate of 32%, a 50% pornography consumption rate among evangelical men, and evangelical millennials have almost the same premarital sex rate 
as the general population at 80%. 80%. Now, given that these numbers are completely contrary to the teachings of Scripture, is it really so hard to believe that fewer and fewer Bible believers actually still hold to a biblical worldview? What then does this rapidly vanishing, biblically correct population tell us? That faith is as good as fairy tales? That God doesn't exist? That the Bible isn't relevant to an advanced society that knows better? No, what it tells us is that we as believers in Yeshua have increasingly come to live our faith alone. We are undiscipled. We are not making disciples because as a body, we don't really think that what the Bible says actually matters. So what do we do now? Do we just keep blindly plowing ahead with the status quo, knowing that we're not being nearly as effective as we're supposed to be, but not really doing anything substantial to change it? Or do we face our reality that fewer and fewer believers are actually open to the complete message of the Bible? That today's body of Messiah is largely complicit with a post-truth, post-reality world. And that we're way past the ability to biblically disciple this generation. I know that's not what you want to hear. Believe me, I don't want to say it. But don't take this as a hopeless message. Our God still changes hearts, minds, and lives. He is still active and alive today, continuing to do his work among his people. Our situation does not impact God's ability in the least. But we have to honestly assess the facts on the ground and stop being content to receive God's blessings for ourselves and start being discontented about our collective inability to further the cause of Messiah. God is doing his job just fine, but we as Messiah's disciples have to do our job as well. I believe it's time to take our focus off this generation and start making real preparations for the next one. It's not our job to just be happy with the way things are while we wait around for Yeshua to return. That's not a biblically correct point of view at all. On the contrary, God is waiting for us to do what we're supposed to do. The scriptures tell us so in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slow in regard to the promise, as certain ones count slowness, but is patient toward you. Can you believe it? The creator of the universe is waiting for us, being patient toward us. And then a little further down in verses 11 and 12, it says, What kind of people ought you to be in holy behavior and godly acts? The kind who are waiting for and hastening the coming presence of the day of God. We are supposed to be patient for Yeshua's return, but at the exact same time, we are supposed to be speeding it up. God is waiting for us to be the holy and godly people we are supposed to be while we do the hastening work that accelerates Yeshua's return. We're still here. The day of God still has not come because the body of Messiah 
hasn't been doing its job. Not for a long time. Let's face it. We've lost ground, significant ground, and we no longer have the luxury of slow walking it to the finish line while we just work on our own personal spiritual growth or pursue our pet theologies and just wait for Yeshua to come and get us. Our children, our children's children, and our children's children's children need us to be the faithful remnant, the remnant that models the biblical life for them preserves it, imparts it, and passes it down so that they will be prepared to meet what is ahead and persevere through it. They need us to be biblically correct, to know not what man thinks or teaches, but what the word actually says, and then to do it with our whole heart, our whole lives, everything we are, and everything we have. So yes, correctly understanding the Bible does still matter, not just for us, but for those who are coming after us. We need to have a right understanding of the Word of God now before future generations lose the ability to understand it altogether. Our job now is to be the generation that halts the descent of biblical knowledge and literacy into oblivion. We need to act today before biblical correctness is redefined into political correctness and therefore nothingness. The more fluid and meaningless that words and ideas become, even what it means to be a believer and follower of Messiah, the more correct, the more a correct understanding of the Bible matters. We can't keep making up our own personal religions as we go along, letting the word of God in our lives get diluted by the pressures and temptations of the world. We need to get grounded in the scriptures to know not what we think it says, but what it actually says, and then to do what it tells us to do. We need to do this not just with our heads, but with our hands and feet to champion the word, to proclaim it, to persevere in it, and to impart it to others from the depths of our very souls. We have to commit to doing this at any cost. This is why I've started this podcast, because I still believe with my whole being in the power and truth of the word of God. And even though the future looks grim, the story is far from over. God's word is still true, and you and I still have a lot of work to do. The mission of the Biblically Correct podcast is simple. To expose biblical misinformation, ignorance, and illiteracy by teaching the truth and reality of the scriptures in a post-truth, post-reality world. And the goal of the podcast is to help prepare this generation and the next for the coming oppression by arming God's people with a reliable, logical, spiritual foundation in the scriptures, resulting in a practical, rational, biblical understanding by which to persevere in the faith of the Messiah, Yeshua. While the Christian and Messianic body of Messiah may have been trying to teach the core truth of the faith, 
we have simultaneously been perpetuating our own myths about what the Bible says and how we should live it. And it has created confusion and doubt and obscured what little truth is still being proclaimed. The evidence of this failure and the state of the body today speaks for itself. It's not working anymore. And only the pure word of God with the power and guidance of the spirit of truth can correct our course. This is what Paul has to say about how truly awesome the Bible is in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. Every scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, for refuting, for setting aright, and for instruction that is in righteousness, so that the man of God may be fully equipped, having been completed for every good act. This is what you can expect from me and the Biblically Correct Podcast, to teach only according to the written word of God, and not the theological, intellectual, or spiritual philosophies of man, to refute, confront, and correct beliefs and ideas that run contrary to or undermine the scriptures, to set aright those who have been misled and, to, and have become weak and ineffective for Messiah by following inadequate or harmful teachings, and to give instruction that is in righteousness, to return to the straight and simple path of God's word in order to perpetuate the hope of the Messiah and the message of the scriptures. And I'll be doing all this from my unique vantage point as a Jewish follower of Yeshua, utilizing the inherent Messianic Jewish perspective of Scripture. Paul writes in Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16, Do all things without murmurings and reasonings, so that you may become blameless and innocent children of God, unblemished in the middle of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you are shown to be as lights in the world, holding out the word of life. Being biblically correct is not simply about having an accurate understanding and application of Scripture. It's about holding to the Bible as the sole standard for your values, beliefs, and behavior, and broadcasting the light of that word, the life of Yeshua, even when it is hard, even when it's not popular, even when the whole world is standing against you. Not only is being biblically correct something we must do, it's something we have been given the equipment to do because God has preserved his perfect word and his will for us in the precious pages of scripture. We may not have much longer before all voices for biblical truth are silenced or suppressed. But if we will commit ourselves to discovering the correct and true understanding of the Bible. We will truly become Yeshua's lights in the world, keeping the flame of the faith burning for future generations. Hold on to God's word and proclaim it without fear and without end. It is not an empty word for you because as the scriptures say, it is your life. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Biblically Correct Podcast. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, and ring the bell to receive notifications whenever a new episode is posted. If you have any questions about this teaching or if there are any other topics you'd like to see me cover, 
please leave me a comment or shoot me an email at kevin at perfectword.org. That's kevin at perfectword.org. If you'd like to learn more about the Biblically Correct Podcast or to support the work of Perfect Word Ministries and MJMI, visit our website at biblicallycorrectpodcast.org. That's biblicallycorrectpodcast.org. Until next time, remember that every scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, for refuting, for setting aright, and for instruction that is in righteousness, so that the man of God may be fully equipped, having been completed for every good act. Shalom.